Hi, my name is Adede Jadel. May welcome to Godly Council. If today is your first time of joining us on Godly Council, Godly Council is a place where we teach and preach on the undiluted Word of God. And then um, we ensure we build a relationship gap between God and humans. So if you're having a relationship crisis with God, you don't understand if you, you have committed a bigger sin or how can you continue with God? Can God accept him for who I am? You're welcome to the right place. And of course, we're not doing this by our minds and strength. We are doing this by the help of the Holy Spirit. And then I pray that the Holy Spirit continue to help. Thank you very much for joining our podcast. I know we're in the month of um, Easter, month of celebration, month of some of us broke, breaking the bones of chicken and all that. So uh, it is the month of Easter. But um, the message today is, is titled... Uh, the purpose of Easter. We all we don't need we need to keep hearing this message over and over, even though it looks like the same message that you've been hearing everywhere or every time or every year. We need to understand why we are celebrating Easter. We need to understand why the public holiday is given for Easter. We need to know what it is that we're truly celebrating. But before we go into the teaching, I would like to say a few prayers. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We give you grace. We thank you for the opportunity to preach your and teach your word today. Father, Lord, we pray that the listener is not going to hear the DJ Adelman's word, but is going to hear you. Lord, we pray that um, as we are going ahead in this teaching, Lord, you continue to help us to see the truth and know the truth. And we rebuke the devourer in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We pray. Amen and amen amen so thank you for the opportunity to speak to you today in this month of easter um we understand that on um, good friday stems as as the death of jesus christ i know there's some religious laws that says thou should not eat meat and all those things and all that yeah 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 but i want to remind you the teaching of paul that said um, it's not about the meat, it's not about what you are not eating, but whatever you are doing that is making others to sin, you shouldn't do it. If you are going to eat a food that will make somebody else to sin, they don't touch you, so it's not only meat. So any, anything that you're doing that will make others to sin and lose their faith, don't do it. So that's my counsel about that. So I, I just decided to chip that in to actually um, help the atmosphere so that um, we can understand um, and then be able to build upon that on the teaching of Easter because there's a lot of wrong mindset out there and there's a lot of things. I remember one year, I think that was um, many years ago now, I can't really remember the particular year. So I was still a student of, um, I'm still a student in life, I'm still a student in school, I'm learning every day. But then I was a student in the university then and then it was a time for Easter, so I scored in a very, about 11 hours journey by road to, uh, to my house, to my uh, place, my state, my locality. So 11 hours by road. So, but I normally stay back to celebrate some of this festive. So most of the time I didn't celebrate it with my family. So there's this of my friend, um, where guys were all sitting down on the mango tree 
everybody and I used to live in the school hostel so everybody was leaving the house I'm sorry this hostel to go to their house and as they were doing that I was with some guys that were left and what most of these guys were planning to do during the Easter got me thinking of course I have not really grown in my knowledge in Christ I'm still kind of struggling to find my way to Jesus but the purpose of what everybody was talking about is the kind of food we are going to eat, the kind of drink we are going to take, the kind of um, women we are going to bring to the hostel because, you know, in the hostel we have two people staying in a room, three, four people like that in a room. So at that point, you are now the only ones who give you opportunity to do anything without the question of another person. So they were just thinking, and some of them brought in ladies they had sex with and all that, and then drinks and all that. But was after some months or years that I finally given my life to Christ and I found my way back, then I started giving that a thought. That what a lot of us do during the Easter is not what is meant for Easter. The same Easter we're talking about, Judas that betrayed Jesus hung him, hung himself and died on the field that he inherited through the giving up of Jesus. The death of Jesus causes a robber, Barabbas, a killer, a murderer to be set free by the people that were shouting, crucify him. This death causes the pilot Pontus not to be able to make a, a decree about Jesus and they said they had it over and they washed his hand that his, not, his hand is not in the death of Jesus. That same death causes Peter to deny Jesus three times. The disciple ran away. The, the man that was able to carry Jesus' body was not part of the disciple. The Bible says he was a silent, hidden, a secret follower of Jesus Christ. Those were the things that happened during the death of Jesus. And I'm not saying you should be sober. I'm not saying you should be sorrowful. But I'm trying to put a perspective here that the, that the time of Christmas, it should be the reflection for us to reflect on the death, buried, and the reason of Jesus Christ. It's a reflection. It is even the time that we are meant to make sacred and spend some time in prayer to God. Spend some time, if not a one-day fasting or, or, or five-hour fasting. It's a reflection that you are taking and hold the Bible or just about the death and the resurrection of Jesus you are reading and digesting and understand what Jesus really did that made us to have a day called Easter. I understand it's an holiday time for some of us to rest. But in that resting, can we reflect with our family or with ourselves and say, this is the reason why Jesus died. He died because he loved. The first thing I want us to look into the story of Easter is love. The Bible made us understand that Jesus' sweat became blood because he was trying to get the Father to reverse the, the, the purpose, to reverse the ordeal. At that time to Jesus, it was ordeal and sorrow. But to the Father, it's a purpose, it's a sacrifice for the people that will not yet still appreciate Jesus. And that's why 
I'm talking to you as brother and as sister. I'm talking to you as a brother, a father. Who am I to you? But as my sister, my brother, my uncle, my father, my mother, my nephew, my niece, my cousin, whoever you are, you should understand that they will reflect on this, will help you to be, to fully understand on why Jesus died, on why there was any equal thing called Easter. It is a moment to bring us back to the feet of Jesus and say, I surrender my life. Because you first of all gave up your life so that I can have it. Even after Jesus died, we celebrate resurrection. Resurrection wasn't celebration. Resurrection was work. It was work. The Bible said Jesus sits at the right hand of the Father day and night, interceding for us. So whenever we say we're celebrating resurrection, no, we're not celebrating resurrection. Jesus went back to work so that we can have a life. He is interceding on, the, on behalf of us every day in the presence of the Father, telling, uh, uh, telling uh, um, what's it called? Telling everyone, uh, telling the Father, sorry, that Father, this person died for me. This person I died for, please pardon this. Look at me, look at the blood I shed, look at the sacrifice here, and let this person go. But it is not to now intentionally live in the sin and iniquity. It's not to intentionally live in the things that does not profit the kingdom. It should be a reflection, it should be a soul winning journey. When you're going out on a party with your friends, it should be an opportunity to even ask them the question why do we even celebrate Easter? And somebody will say, because Jesus died. Why did he even, why, why do, does he even need to die for us? Ask some kind of rhetorical questions that is going to get some people want to say, ah, what do you mean? What do you mean? That is what the story should be, should, should be about. That's what our story should be about. And that's what we should come together and discuss. You need to reflect to understand the purpose of Easter. I'm going to quickly say three things which are the purpose for Easter. The number one is sacrifice. He gave up his life for us. A sacrifice for you and I so that we can find our life. Do you know what Isaiah said? He said it was a lead like a sheep. Let, let, let me even read. Let's, let's, let's read that place. It was led to be slaughtered for your sake so that you can have it. And this is where Prophet Isaiah was actually, he actually foresee this even before it actually happened. foresaw it before the time that it happened. We foresaw it before it happened. And then this is the same reason why we need to reflect on this. I'm, I'm trying to get that uh, um, a scripture that I will get it and then I, I will, will go ahead. But he was actually he actually gave up because the scripture that I've already put up there was not one of it. But I just feel like we should have that scripture. So it was 
So you are it, it, the first thing is it, it, for sacrifice. He sacrificed himself so that you and I can be saved. You and I can be saved because he said there was nothing about him that for us to even like him. Thank you. Yes, I've, I've seen it. It was actually led Isaiah 53 from verse 6. Isaiah 53 from verse 6. So, all of us, like a sheep, have strayed away. We have left God's path to follow our own. Yet the Lord laid on him the sins of us all. All of us, not one person, death with all us. He was oppressed and treated harshly. This is Isaiah. This is Isaiah, prophet Isaiah, telling us what will become of the one that is coming. So Jesus already knew what he's coming for. And yet he still went ahead. It's a great sacrifice. He was oppressed and treated harshly, yet he never said a word. He was led like a lamb to be slaughtered. And as a sheep is silent before the shares. He did not open his mouth. I'm reading from New Living Translation. He did not open his mouth. Unjustly condemned. He was led away. No one cared that he died without descendants. That his life was cut short in midstream, but he was struck down for the rebellion of my people. He has done no wrong. Had never deceived anyone, but he was buried like a criminal. It was put in a rich man's grave. But it was the Lord's good plan to crush him and cause him grief. Yet when his life is made an offering for sin, he will have many descendants. He will enjoy a long life and the Lord's good plan will prosper in his hand. Isaiah wrote the script of a play that is going to happen in life, not in acting, in life. Not in acting, but what? In life. <laughs> and the play actually played out in the life of section. It endured hardship. And that's why the first purpose is sacrifice. He sacrificed himself, sacrificed himself for you to have a life. And the second purpose is light. Is light. He wants to ex export the light of heaven to the earth. But the only way it can happen is for him to die. Because darkness was everywhere. And he wanted this light to shine everywhere. So someone needs to die. And that was the good plan of God, according to Isaiah. That was the good plan of God. He wants to ensure that the light shines everywhere. That is the good plan of God, to ensure that His light shines everywhere and people begin to see the light 
and begin to give their life to Christ. Because why? Remember the, the, the passage we read in Isaiah 53 that he mentioned that he did it because he will have many descendants and they will so enjoy a long life. He died at the age of 33. But yet Isaiah is saying long life. Meaning the long life is not the one that he lives on earth. It's the one that lives, he lives after the head. And that brings me to the third purpose. It's for eternity. The first one is sacrifice. The second is light. And the third is eternity. I don't mean to scare you, but the question needs to be bothering your mind right now. That this reflection of Easter should bring to you that there's an eternity to look forward to. What happens when I leave this earth? It's so amazed by many things that a lot of people said about after earth. They said about heaven. They said that they, they just, but yet, we still believe there are spirits walking among us. We believe there are demons that we cannot see. So that is to give you a clue that there's eternity behind living in the body. When the body is off, what is the next? No matter how we can see, how visible our eyes are, how, how effective our eyes is, there are things it cannot see. So what is the call for your eternity? Are you ready to embrace what Jesus did? He sacrificed himself so that he can give light to the earth. And this light is going to shine. He said, the light shines on her and every man can see your good works. Let your light shine in Matthew. Let your light shine so that every man can see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. And he now ensure that after this light has shined on many, it will give them room for eternity assurance that you have eternity with Jesus Christ. He said, Jesus, we have many descendants. Are you ready to be one of them? So that you can have eternity. Can we say a simple prayer if you know that you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Say this simple prayer with me. Jesus Christ, I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that you are my God, my Savior and King. Come into my life today. Be my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And I pray that the hold of sin is broken today in the mighty name of Jesus. Let your light, light of God, continue to shine over you. Let the sacrifice speak for you and deliver you from every oppression of sin and the captivities of the enemy. In the mighty name of Jesus. So if you said that work, that simple prayer with us, we want you to click on the link on the podcast it will take you to a form where you fill your details and we'll reach out to you to help you to grow your life with Jesus and continue working with him so thank you so I want to tell someone today that at the Godly Council podcast is going to be up every Saturday by 8 p.m. every Saturday by 8 p.m. come to Anchor podcast search for the Godly Council you will see our messages every 8 p.m. It will be up and it's going to be helping you to grow. And then you can also check on our Facebook also. So messages that will help you to grow spiritually. So thank you very much and thank you for joining us today. So we'll come your way. Bye.